Hello everyone. You are listening to Knock This Door podcast and I am Hari Prasad. Joining us today our co-host Pragati. Today we are going to talk about something that we use on a daily basis but still maybe give less importance. Yeah, yeah, we talk about it in context of traffic and everybody loves complaining about Yeah, for sure. It is obvious that the first roads were path made by animals or animal herds or humans, you know, walked by mm-hmm. to find food, hunt and so on, right? So that's mm-hmm. how it it would have been a walking path yeah yeah um, so animal herds during uh during their migration always tended to follow similar like the same path uh, towards finding water and food so i think those were the first established kind of pathways not roads but pathways right right we have even seen in planet earth that you know animals move in herds from like you know one location to another based on uh, water needs based on weather and so on and obviously human got along with animals and you know got to know okay you know there is something you would follow uh, the animal path and you would make your mm-hmm. own path so that's how i think we might have moved out from the rainforest or dense forest to um other locations, other locations right mm-hmm. and uh, another point to notice animals path kind of give you a way to go with any non obstacles i mean mm-hmm. if you walk in a path and if you have to make your own path you would have to deal with the hassle but i think humans might have just followed animals for that reason too mm-hmm. that there is no hassle already so you know you have a granted path where you can walk and explore So after a certain point walking might be just you know moving from one place to another to get food and so on but it also turned out to let's say use animals for transportation mm. um, move goods from one to another that yeah that's that's interesting because um, in addition to nomadic tribes there were also people who settled down in a particular place and started creating roadways or pathways around that place in order to maybe get water get resources find animals maybe road or path is an important factor if you settle in one place and you go to another place to get something and come back mm-hmm. because if we move from point a to point b to point c we wouldn't have to remember any path because we are moving all, all the, the way time. Yeah. in a different direction yeah. but it looks like at one point of time let's say i settled in point a i always have to you know go somewhere and then come back once you settle it be- it becomes very mandate that you know you have to have a path to go and come back on yep. a regular basis yeah yeah right i'm also amazed by the fact that how humans started domesticating horses mm-hmm. because it always struck me that how this might have happened obviously there was no writing invented during that era so if we want to understand how horses and humans met 
the only way we can go by is archaeological evidence mm-hmm. or maybe assumption and here's the assumption i have mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that somehow horses also got along with humans and uh, humans might have moved with horses in herds Mm-hmm. but one point we definitely have to assume is maybe there was one naughty kid who has to get on top of the horse I mean horseback uh-huh. and you know you kind of get to know horses were a great way of transportation for a very long time until you know you know machines invented I mean there were other beasts of burden too right like donkeys and mules and other animals that we ended up domesticating for the, for transport were horses the first not the first mm-hmm. but are the fastest for mm-hmm. humans mm-hmm. so uh, humans can go like 5 miles per hour whereas horses can go 55 miles per hour it is either we already know that horses goes fast and we want to get on top of it or we got on back of it and we realize that horses can be a good way of transport interesting and so horses created a lot of our first uh, pathways or roads then and no wonder we honored horses by measuring engine speed and horse power okay <laughs> yeah using horses for transport were all good but i think we hit one rock bottom when it comes to natural way of road construction that is mm. the natural road is nothing but mud and dirt mm-hmm. which is primarily not a good weather proof yeah. if it rains you know there is always some kind of tough problems mm-hmm. and uh, that is one reason i think and the second reason might be the invention of wheels mm uh-huh. wheels with the dirt road may work but no. not very good and that's when humans started using stones huh? paved roads and uh, anything to do with the current road standard that we do we talk about uh-huh. that's all because of the invention of wheel and kind of keep it sustain even in the you know in yeah. the weather that makes sense right because uh, even after we started settling down in a particular place people still needed to move within that place from one spot to another and carry things or use use their animals to carry things so when they invented wheels they needed that to be more durable and uh, easier to to use I have a fun fact about wheels. Mm-hmm. Did you know that wheels were invented not for the transportation but for pottery? Oh, interesting. So it was invented for pottery and then when they started moving goods with animals and so on maybe there was one genius who put an <laughs> axle for two wheels and uh, realized that he to, could roll things around. I think there was a study that they said initially they used wooden logs to uh-huh. move things and then they they kind of upgraded to wheels 
and even for wheels there should be some friction and they have used vegetable oils to animals uh-huh. animals fat to kind of add the friction to you know make it smoother wow that would have been an interesting time period to be to be witnessing all of that right i mean i'm sure it was not isolated in a in a, in a single spot but just humans figuring out that this is a more efficient way of moving things around than uh, carrying it on horseback right so paleolithic age which is old stone age lasted for more than 10000 years towards the end the neolithic the new stone age that's when wheel was invented and obviously before that itself there were roads and paths if you look at the development of human civilization right so you're mostly looking at like i guess two streams of people really uh, one was kind of your nomadic tribes who moved from one place to another and then you have uh, agrarian settlements and the development of uh, the first cities like your mohenjo-daro and harappa so both of these were kind of happening i guess in their own ways and in isolation but both of them again contributed to and benefited very widely from the development of roadways from wheels and uh, just transport in general when we started to settle in cities there comes the opportunities to trade Yeah that's that's certainly it right so you had people trading within the boundaries and as these settlements started to grow and expand uh you had different cities and 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 societies really trading with each other americas central europe and asia all of the civilizations in these regions started to trade with each other and that's really the development of your international roads and international long range trade that's that's where it all started and uh, you know there could be no better example than silk road for that now we know that the silk road is not like an actual road it's just a set of routes but it's such a great example to understand how the development of these different routes and uh, paths from one place to another really contributed to the to so many changes in human growth yeah we cannot miss silk road when we talk about road for the for the reason that this route the, the multiple routes basically covered two big continents which played a great role when it comes to trade Yeah yeah for sure so the first origin of the of the silk route was from China towards i think the Roman empire and was basically for trade of silk which was a precious commodity at the time and slowly of course this expanded to include other commodities and other regions from north africa uh, the middle east and the arabs in central central europe with the mongols and uh, later in india with spices so you see how the development of these different routes again not just restricted to land roads but even through seaways 
kind of in developed trade and uh, uh, these individual societies contributed the exchange of ideas between these societies to such a great extent and of course uh, it's not all it's not all trade and money right it was also a lot of war that spread through these roads and these routes you had your mongol invasions you had battles between the arab and um, the central central europe and you had of course uh, chinese invasions across as well so there was a lot of things that happened in this in this time frame of about i think 2000 years all the way until until the 16th century that was predominantly aided and abetted by these trade routes and uh, roadways that connected these different regions yeah it's not just war as you know it also spread diseases from east to west yeah yeah of course it did that's another big one right so was it was it the plague yes uh, it was plague which spread from china all the way to yeah, italy and Spain. in fact london yeah and they called it the black death yeah that was a big one and uh, i've also heard that measles and uh, and typhoid were also spread of course by people traveling between the east and the west yeah one of the thing about silk road and all those routes are it's not the same traveler who goes all the way to the end right yeah. apparently there were only countable number of traders who basically did the entire silk road otherwise it's always from one place to another like say there is another city in the middle i go and you know deliver something you there yeah. and that goods you will take it and go and deliver it the next city yeah. so everybody had their limitations and let's say you trade one commodity you know i set one price and then you go and you set another price and then the price goes on where do you think we got modern economy and trade from it sounds like it all started there right that was the beginning of i guess the merchant class then all of these people who traded commodities had a markup and sold it to local people Yeah it is very interesting to think about this uh, when there were only kings and uh, slaves yeah. you know you had only uh, kings and their wealth developed yeah. but in, when it comes to such economic developments like silk route trade you have even the yeah. normal people getting benefited and that's how i think we are now now any common man can yeah. trade and make money yeah that's that's absolutely true and and to think that all of this was enabled by a very simple thing such as uh, a pathway to connect uh, one place to another it's it's pretty fascinating true now we know how roads are helping trade to develop even more right yeah today it's uh, it's on a different scale altogether right so we started trying to trade silk and spices but in today's economy roadways are really much more than more than trade and they are simply the lifeblood of a region right let's talk about modern times of road right after this
ट्रेड वॉज ग्रेट आई ऑल्सो वॉन्टेड टू टॉक अबाउट वन अंडर अप्रिशिएटेड डेवलपमेंट विच केम अलॉन्ग विद रोड the drainage system yeah wasn't that one of the big things that uh, the mohenjodaro and harappa uh, cities had they were famed for the drainage systems that they had along yeah. with their roads there are plenty of civilizations which used roads for their perfect drainage system and as you know that when we started settling in several places mm-hmm. one of the primary cause for disease and low life was our trash we don't know what to do with them and obviously civilizations like harappa and mohenjodaro know that they want to take out the trash and the best way to do is follow the road along yeah yeah that makes perfect sense now right and think about this that invention went a long way and even now plenty of cities rely on the same drainage system constructed completely under the road system yeah that's that's true um, all drainage from plumbing and water supply for cities is now pretty reliant on 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 the roadways and pathways yeah what else can connect all the homes together and you know get things out of the way yeah there comes the roadway and the drainage system and it is fascinating to know that that invention went so long and it will go further even I'm sure we all appreciate a good drainage system along with the road right mm-hmm. but um, I think today's societies are much more reliant on road infrastructure than ever before and I think that we should devote some time to talking about uh, where we are today and uh, and how this impacts our daily lives Sure talking of day to day impact are you talking about traffic Sure we can talk about traffic and uh, we can dedicate uh, half an hour to just talking about how bad traffic today is but outside of traffic right roads today are really the life blood of our of our society if you think about it we have world trade happening through freights ocean ways however the last mile still road yeah and uh, roads are not just about uh, buying and selling goods anymore now right so today you need roads to be able to provide access to clean water you need roads to be able to connect rural communities to schools and hospitals so it's beyond just trade today i think roads are really the core infrastructure of society and it goes beyond buying and selling of goods now yeah for the last several years we have improved our lifestyle in such a way that everything comes to our home and we can go from our home to anywhere through land yeah yeah it is and um, i think uh, roads now are are an even more important infrastructure a uh, building block in developing countries than they are maybe in the US or in you know, in the developed world and building roads in 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 developing countries is has become challenging because of different reasons right so one uh there is a lack of funding or infrastructural uh spending from governments or there has been an over reliance on like the private sector to be able to like you know build 
roads and uh, maintain them through like toll roads and and that type of system but outside and of course you know you have the impact of building roads the natural impact of building roads cutting across mountains cutting across rivers building bridges so all of these need to be taken into consideration when when building roads and road infrastructure speaking of destroying natural resources for road there is mm-hmm. one upside to it recently us approved to use plastics in the road construction oh interesting wasn't this already done in back home in india yeah that is right in fact the uh, first time uh, plastic was used in road was in a place called chennai in south india and uh, that was in 2002 in fact there was feedback that that road was pretty durable do you know the street name what's it called it's so funny uh, the street name is called jambulingam street what <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, but you know, hey, I mean that's not a solution by any way. It's not like we can start building more roads just because we have plastic. I guess it's a it's a side benefit, right? It is true. However, it is an alternative to tar. There yeah. was a debate going on that plastic might not be as good to nature as tar, mm-hmm. which you know is a byproduct of coal and so on. Mm-hmm. However, Uh, they did not see a major problem because if you think about roads and uh, you know rainwater coming in mm-hmm. even the tar roads are not very natural yeah. proven yeah they are not porous they don't allow water to seep through at least there is a way that you can use non reusable non recyclable plastics so that you know you get better roads mm-hmm. durable roads and you get rid of plastics which cannot be recycled at any cost yeah i guess we're trading one bad thing for a less bad thing well roads are important we do renovate roads very often than any other thing yeah right? yeah that's for sure we cannot pass a day without roads though we mostly complain about traffic while we are on it yeah for sure i think uh, this podcast has given us a new appreciation for for roads itself and what they what they really are see you next time with an interesting topic thanks for listening this is knock this door podcast and i'm your host hari prasad thank you music in this episode by blue dot sessions